Hello. Welcome. Yeah, this is, uh, If Books Could Kill. Yeah. I'm Stacy. I'm Emma. And we are going to discuss Raymond Chandler's The Big Sleep. This is the first Philip Marlowe book. Mm. And, um... It was written in 1939, and so we're going to talk about it because it's a classic. They're all classics. He's one of the best writers ever. (laughs) And yet, in light of the times, some of it is just really cringeworthy. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, the slapping of women because they need it or they like it. Oh, God. No, don't do that. Cute as a Filipino boy. No, not something like, you should ever say. Like what? Like yeah. what? Yeah. But his way of describing things. Like ca- I pout a blue suit in the black wool socks with dark blue clocks on it. <laughs> yeah, that. His way of describing stuff is unparalleled. It still hasn't been touched. It's just really, really good. It's descriptive, but it's a lot. Like... Yeah. Like he spends so much time on, like, outfits, and it's like, okay, it's cool, chill out. Well, the clothes do make the man, honey. They make, yes, his Liberace-esque suit is very manly. <laughs> Wear whatever you want, Doghouse Riley. It, uh, yeah, I know. Just even the names that he makes up are, you know, Guy Sternwood and yeah. Mrs. Oh, just, but the way he describes that, so. Silver Wink. <laughs> yeah, and that's a character. That's a person. Even though she has a name, that's what he takes to calling her. And it's so funny because she's platinum. She's not silver, but platinum in the real sense back in the day, I guess. But how would you describe passing out? Like fainting? Yeah, I would say passing out or fainting. This is what he says. He hit me again. There was no sensation in my head. The bright glare got brighter. There was nothing but hard aching white light. Then there was darkness in which something red wriggled like a germ under a microscope. Then there was nothing bright or wriggling, just darkness and emptiness and a rushing wind and a falling as of great trees. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everything. Everything he says is so brilliantly descriptive. And and I want to say that there is no extra wording but if anybody else wrote like that today, you would go like, oh, my God, we get the idea. Yeah, like, uh, I'm surprised that you like this because, like, what you've said to me is that you can't stand long descriptions and you want more action. And so often nothing has happened because we're describing things for three pages at a time. Exactly. He is the exception that makes the rule because his description is unlike anything people can write today any anyone i've edited personally can write and and every line of it gives me such clarity that i am i'm drawn in i'm compelled by it and yeah so this is the only description i have ever liked and didn't want to edit out yeah and i also think his the intricacies of his plot i wouldn't accept from anyone else either. It is 17,000 mysteries yes. in 150 pages so kind of thing. There are two main mysteries, um, the blackmail and the and where is Rusty. Yeah, yeah. And basically, we're 
the main one is the blackmail and Rusty is secondary. Yeah, so he's been hired to find, he's been hired to stop the blackmail. Yeah. Um, but a passing remark mm. tells him there's a missing person. Yeah. And, of course, he's been manipulated into something. Yeah. He knows it. Mm. He knows it's in his nature, even if he's not been manipulated into it, to go after it. Because he he's one of these minds where he doesn't know what's wrong, but there's something bothering him. So he just yeah. keeps picking and picking and picking at the scab kind of thing. Yeah, like, no one has paid him to look for Rusty. And he does it anyway, even though he's, like, he did the job the general paid him to do he yeah. got back the pictures of carmen yep uh, and i i don't love the treatment of carmen in general or of any woman or homosexual or any anybody but philip really but <laughs> well, i mean in today's knowing what we know about physiological neurological and psychological disorders today yeah in 2019 how it is pretty complicated for the 30s yeah, so Carmen's character is, I, I'm not even sure what it is. I would. I don't know. No, I don't either because we didn't really have clear understandings of of privileged versus education, subnormal versus autistic versus somewhere on the spectrum versus yeah. anything else it could be. So I think he's making up neuroses or physiological or neurological disabilities that don't really go together. Yeah. Because in 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 world, what they say about Carmen is that she's mad. Yeah, like that doesn't yeah. really tell us anything. No, that's right. So the character the character is baby like, but a nymphomaniac yeah. and a thumb sucker. Yeah, I don't know she's what a, any of that means together. I mean, I I get that they've tried to. Oh God, he's he's a man in the fucking thirties, and they're trying to be sensitive, but she's a whore Madonna. Oh, that's an interesting phrase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've never heard it before. It's the idea that women are sluts or angels, and they're both and neither, and there's nothing in between. Wow. Okay. And so is her sister. Yeah. Vivian. So. And that, that's just the way that. But in different ways. Vivian is a sophisticated whore yeah. manipulator, and Carmen is a naive whore manipulator. Yeah. Interesting. Both corrupt, rich, spoiled girls. Yeah, and what I think what Chandler is going for is that money is corrupting because, like, ugh, yeah. like the oil fields. Yeah, Rusty's lying dead in one, and that's where the general got his money, and it's where his precious son-in-law is dead. Yeah, but but in in no case does Chandler a fall for their manipulations yeah. or b take advantage of them. <laughs> no, but. It kind of, it just seems so obvious, like, yeah, obviously you don't, like, have sex with the very mentally disturbed child woman. But obviously. He, well, yeah, we know that now. But back in the day, I'm thinking that every person who read that book expected him to sleep with both of them. From the get-go. concern, yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't. So this character has morals. Now, they slide <laughs> in that he doesn't feel the need to report murders to the police, which yeah. is illegal, can't go to jail for that, <laughs> but he won't sleep with women offering up their bodies because he's moral. Oh, well, that would mean they have some agency over their bodies if they're offering it to him, so. 
No, of course you couldn't sleep with them well, then if it's offered up consensually. No, no, that's mean. You're implying that, impugning that, which know, isn't I written. I, but I, I, but I I'm saying he has his own moral code, which yes. is very interesting, you know, given it's 1939. Mm. And in L.A., which is a very corrupt town at the time, they would have us believe. Oh, yeah. And an, another interesting motif is it's always raining. In L.A. <laughs> well, maybe that was good for the oranges back then. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I just found it. I found it an almost annoying read in that the mystery solved. We're only halfway through the book. So, you know, there are twists and turns and they're telegraphed. Yeah. Um, and there are no likable characters. Nope. Until the end, you don't even really like Philip Marlowe. Oh, I don't, I don't like him. I like him now. Okay. Um, and I'd, so that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I read it in three sittings on the train and then late at night I finished it one night and I don't know why I loved it mm-hmm. because there's nothing in it that I personally like <laughs> other than a mystery. And then there were too many of those. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you another thing I tried to do. I tried to listen to the radio play, the BBC radio play. Oh, uh, how was that? Bad. Oh, why was it bad? When was it made? Um... I'm not sure when it was made. It's BBC. Um, I I couldn't tell you when it was made. <laughs> okay. I'd check on my phone, but we're recording on it. <laughs> well, I saw the movie as a kid. Oh, yeah. It was a Hollywood motion picture. How was it? I, I remember loving it, hmm. but I was really young. I couldn't have been more than 10, I guess. Hmm. Um, and it was my parents' choice, and yeah. so we all went. And I'm not sure I understood it the way I understand it now. No. And I'm going to watch it again to see what they changed from the book, hmm. now that I've read the book. But... I think what I loved mostly was just the use of language. Mm. The use of words was stunning. Yeah, it is certainly interesting how there are so many characters and the descriptions are so intense, and yet it's not that big of a book. It's really not. And and it's one of the reasons I picked it. I picked it for two reasons, mm. because I knew I wanted to do um, Raymond Chandler. Yeah. Um, because it was the first. Mm. Um, it introduced Philip Marlowe as a character. And because the others are so much longer. <laughs> and now, having meandered through so many twists and plot points and turns that I'm not sure if I'm ready for something longer. Yeah. But, I mean, the titles are are, are just compelling. Yeah. So this is the big sleep. And yeah. we finally understand what that means in the end. Yes. Um, there's the, the long the kiss goodbye and... <laughs> You know, there's just, there are great titles, and he is a good character, but I don't know that I could handle any more of those characterizations of women this way, men that way, and L.A. this way. Um, I don't know how compelling the mystery itself would have to be. And it would really frustrate me if he played the same games with the cops and still stayed on the wrong side of the law to further his own interests. And then when they find out he knew about the murder and didn't report the murder, they're like, nah. The third one. Marlo. Yeah, after the first two, they go, don't do it again. You and then after the third the one is, I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it, Marlo. I mean it. <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you report a murder? I don't understand. Yeah. I'll tell you something, though. The names, I did get confused at times with mm-hmm. the names. They all sound a bit alike yeah. and caricaturish. Now, they might not have at the time, yeah. but Eddie Mars and Joe Brody and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's just, oh, my God. Geiger. Yeah. It's 
oh, that, I didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. That he's a pornographer? Or? Yeah. That it was a library instead of selling dirty pictures. He was, yeah, he was loaning them out. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That was funny. That was very funny. And that, you know, the women, the women were so important in this game. None, none of them could be a front for anything. They were just so obviously, you know, dames. Bad women. Dames. Damsels in distress. Yeah, but Each they... one worse than the last. <laughs> you, you do read it with an accent, don't you? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I do it in my Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> so did you like it at all? No. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for playing our game. <laughs> you didn't even like the use of language? The use of language is interesting and evocative. And I, I like themes, but they're a bit... They're not very subtle. Well, no. Like with the nights and the weather. and It's noir. It's gotta be dark. You know? It's like, oh, I'm a knight in shining armor because I, I don't take advantage of <laughs> what I want you to believe is an obviously mentally disturbed woman. <laughs> wow. Here's your medal. Well done. Well. I know it's the yeah, 30s and the yeah. standards are very different, but I didn't read this in the 30s. I read it now. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's very true. And having yeah. not lived through the 60s and the 70s yourself, yeah, to like, see to see the change in behavior and have things rewritten as unacceptable is... um Like, uh, Good Omens is my favorite book. Yeah. And that was 80s, 90s. And even though it's quite modern, there are a couple of phrases in there that quite viscerally make me cringe. <laughs> um, and it's I know it's the passage of time but yeah. it's inextricable that's another reason I wanted to read this I wanted to read it in light of the changing times yes. and what has happened in the last two years in men versus women and acceptability of behavior Yeah, um, I mean for Chandler the radical things he does is that he's bothering to include different sexualities it doesn't matter that they're uh, yeah. murderers and nefarious types yeah. they're in there yeah yeah yeah. absolutely right um one of the things i i did unconsciously as i was reading it i was rewriting it yes and i was thinking whether i could rewrite it almost sentence for sentence in a modern acceptable way mm-hmm. and the answer was i could so that might be interesting to do, although my interest would probably be more in just going and making a movie, yeah. much the way they did. Um, what was the one? Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh Taming yeah, Taming of the Truth. Yeah, that was a really good way to do it as well. I think so too. It was it was less tempering her, like in terms of making her an acceptable wife, and or like it's okay to be vulnerable with people. Yeah. Sometimes they'll take advantage of you, and sometimes they'll love you. Yeah. And sometimes both, and that's okay. And you just have to try. You have to, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite um, re-renderings is Clueless. Clueless is very good. That's Emma. Yeah. 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 And it was wonderful. It's great. So I still, I, I still really dislike that she ends up with her brother, but that's fine. Because, you know, even in Emma, he's not her stepbrother. He's her dad's colleague. Which is much less creepy. I don't know why they couldn't have done that. Yeah. Why, why did he have to be her brother? That's he shouldn't weird. have been. He shouldn't. He was only. He was the husband's new wife's son. Or yeah. n- last but new. He was a stepbrother. Yes. So they're not no blood. by blood. They were That's just right. 
raised as siblings, right. which is so much better. It's not really. It's, no, really. it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I decided that, that we could with the big sleep. Mm. And it would definitely lose something if you compared them. Yeah. But it would still be a great story with great characters and great plot. Mm. And if you never made the comparison yourself, yeah. people yeah. would accept it for what it was. Yeah, no, that was it. That's I came to it with a purpose, chose it for a reason, and I had all my questions answered. So I'm happy. Yeah. You know what I would love to read sometime that fits in this noir genre? What? Aberystwyth Monomore. <gasps> oh, let's do it. I'm reading a Jasper Ford right now. Which one? Um... Oh, it's, is it a Thursday next? Or it a... is a Thursday next, mm-hmm. and it's um set in the future. Landon is back. She's got three kids. Yeah, the world's about to end because of... When is the next Nursery Crimes Division coming out? I don't think there is one yet. But I want it. I and know. said there would be one. It has been promised, but it just... That I can't. was 10 yeah, years ago. Yeah. But he, just before... So I was thinking about this. Mm. His use of language as well. Yes. He's the one person I would want at a dinner party. <laughs> There's so much in the book that makes me laugh out loud, but yet I'm not laughing out loud because yeah. I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's just that kind of thing where nobody is appreciating this man's genius. It is therefore for us to do. All right, so we'll, that'll be the next mystery. Okay. And then, but next next week is a science fantasy. fiction. Yeah. yeah. Fantasy. fantasy. Do you know what we've, fantasy. have you chosen anything? I haven't chosen one yet. All right. My no, that's all right. Don't choose it now. We'll surprise everybody next week. This dog just kicked me. Don't. Sorry. Don't kick the don't kick the host. <laughs> don't don't kick me. Uh, sorry, I have a dog sleeping on the couch right here and she she just gave me a little kick. Gentle kick. Gentle. Gentle. Probably because I'm yelling in her ear because she's between me and the recording equipment. <laughs> Lesson no, learned. Yeah. So um thank you again for listening. Thanks for listening. Hope you read this book, enjoy this book, or read this book, don't enjoy it. <laughs> and let us know what you thought. Take care. Bye. Bye. You got to click the button. There you go.